Beloved, this is the Culture Uncomradery Podcast, the most thought-provoking, introspective, industrious and cre- creative discussion we are giving to you on a Monday, recorded on a Saturday. I didn't Yo. need to tell you that, but yeah. It's me, Damadici, aka NY Typical, and... It's good, Laxira, Tyler, Edwards... Tiverius, your name is Tiverius. Tiverius, of course. Yes. Sorry, I forgot about the Tiverius. Yes, we are. Tiverius. Yeah. <laughs> if you even know where the either of those one. names derive from, then you understand. But they won't. I you think the only person who would know now is maybe Recky. He's probably the only, the last person. Damn. Which is a fact. Those names are relics of a lost time. They are, mate. It's ah. mud. I didn't think we were going to start, I just sat. <laughs> <laughs> just nostalgic, but okay. Oh, whoa, we got loud. How do you spell lax error, though? Um, L-A-X underscore E-R-A. Yes. All right, then. Calm. We can start. Topics, cool, man. we can just start. Oh, yeah, How was your know. week, then? I, yeah, yeah, I like, I like doing this. The find out. Yeah, do you know what, man? Up. For me, this has been a cool week. Mm. It's been a busy week. Technically, I, only, I don't actually talked to Tyler throughout the week but we did actually have a conversation was it yesterday mm. no it wasn't yesterday because I was asleep yesterday but on Thursday we had an actual conversation like this one or like our other podcast but like it was on the phone mm. <laughs> but, but that's why we started this isn't it with, with yeah. because of those fun conversations um, but yeah yeah um yeah this week was um industrious mm-hmm. um I found a job well I didn't yeah. find a job Oh, okay. I found I found something that I can do, mm-hmm. and yeah, and soon it will get me paid enough for bear its fruits in time for um the event, the event at the end of September. So Sick, yeah, man. like I'll definitely definitely have enough peas for the free champagne, basically. <laughs> like I really like Cash I was gonna I was gonna do. Um, chicken and champagne but I think chicken and that's champagne. just the next level like the chicken and champagne will be the next level that sounds like a segment don't it, <laughs> it you know the C's you feel me it's the C's wow. it's the C's the double C's fam what's that called you know I love my alliteration fam so yeah yeah it's crazy man also. Um, yeah so uh, yeah it, this was a hard week like, like I said yesterday I was asleep like I slept from 7 p.m. to 5 a.m. Mm. That was the first time I ever done that in like time, like in time, because I was just so taken. Is your sleep? Is your sleep pattern? Do you, Do you have a sleep pattern? Yeah. Or is it bloku? It's like one o'clock but to seven. O'clock. That's the funny thing, because I feel like one o'clock to seven o'clock. Okay. Yeah. But like, it's like more time. If I text you, like sometimes I might be up late myself. Yeah. And in my mind, I've got this awareness that you're probably going to be up. Yeah. So if I text you about something to do with the podcast or whatever, yeah. more time, from what I remember, you answer. So yeah. in my mind, I don't, it's almost as if you don't sleep. <laughs> I like, there, like, are, I don't know there, are, there are times when I don't sleep. Like there's times where I could mm. just sleep from five to nine mm. or five to eight. Like those aren't like the best times. So I tried, to, like, I'm trying to be more ritualistic about sleeping. One hundred percent, man. Like, I've noticed myself, like, when that's out of whack, everything's out of whack for me. When my sleeping mm. patterns, like, 
not right yeah that's when the domino effect of it uh, and happened. i found out or i should say i discovered like my legs have gotten weaker from being so sedentary Whoa. these past this past month so like um i can't walk as much as i did before like because before like i usually walk anyway mm. anyway um all around like on a for, daily yeah like for about half an hour but these past couple of weeks i haven't been doing that and then like i was just standing like just standing listening so on and um well i was tired as well but my legs were shaking (laughs) as i was standing i was like what is going on like and i was like my legs are my legs are actually strong that's the funny thing like and but for some reason it's like yeah i was bro you need that cycle machine or something bro yeah whoa like yeah, I can't do this staying inside life. Um, yeah, no, for real. I've, for I've, real. I discovered that on Wednesday. I was like, bro, I haven't been working out, so therefore, like everything. Well, do you know what? Whenever I go to the gym, I feel better. Yeah, I, feel, I just feel I feel like why have I not been doing this? Exactly. Because every time before you go, you're like, oh, mm. can't really be bothered. Like I know it's good for me, but like I've got so much to do. And all this and it's like yeah i'd rather just get this done or i feel better just getting this done or whatever yeah but that makes everything else just yeah the gym makes everything flow like with me before it used to be if i didn't go gym then like everything would be out of work like because there are specific times like when you start going gym you start like giving yourself a ritual like just subconsciously Mm. like your body kind of wants to work out from then Mm. and then um like if I don't hit that, hit my gym mark, then I'm like, mm. what am I doing? Like you, I used to go like when I was in university. It used to be um, during lunchtime or something. Mm. Like well, not lunchtime, but like so one or weird. two. Like after morning lectures, mm. I would go gym, and then like that would revive my day. Mm. But now I just drink energy drinks. And I just coffee. so wish I capitalized on that more. Like when I was younger, yeah, just had more of a fit body. Like like as in my like just fix sorted my hips straight yeah. up because my with me my problem is my hips because of sitting mm. so much but it's good now because every morning i get up like i have a little routine at the moment where i just wake up i'll go get a cold shower mm. stretch meditate eat fam why do i get hot when we start doing a podcast bro you know, it's the <laughs> electronics it's the microphone i'm, I'm literally i don't know, I don't know what it is sweat. i am absolutely like I wasn't like this room was cold mm. for the whole week, and for some reason, suddenly the temperature has risen. But yeah, um, but yeah, no, my uh, my week. I've, I genuinely uh, like to just work out, but now it's like, mm. yeah, for some like this week it was like um, I'm doing new work, different type of work, so it kind of like threw me off mm-hmm. of like my work schedule because I'm in inco- I incorporated something new and it's kind of tipped the scales a little bit. And I just like had to decide. Um, I have to work from. I have to make my solid work from six to the about one o'clock. Just the most elite work that I can do, mm. and, and um, yeah. So like writing. Um, yeah, blocking the day. Would you do the most like taxing stuff first? You'll do all the most taxing stuff first. No, I just do the stuff that. Um, we'll say taxing, but the stuff that's going to take most of your. <clears throat> No, because my stuff that I do in the evening takes most of my day. Like I'm more, okay. I'm more creative oh, so, at night. Okay, okay, so I do crazy. the, I do like um the hard work, then, 
but yeah like i still have to finish my design for my book cover and like just yeah yeah crack on man long month but <laughs> Be worth it, prime man. night is coming soon mm-hmm. august 22 yeah i love it 22 of my um 30 day beat challenge now yes i can beat um just gonna do as soon as i leave here today but um yeah it's been cool man just focusing on craft it's so interesting when you've got that pressure of this like sort of challenge you're trying to do mm-hmm. um and it's nice because i can see what i'm already getting out of it just even by the second day or what the real purpose of this challenge is it's not even to make necessarily the best beat it's making the best beat you can but it's more so actually understanding and building your craft like yeah your process so all right like even through this first beat i'm kind of having to just do the fir- first things that come to instinct and just round those off as i go and think holistically mm-hmm. which, is, right. which is really cool so yeah just building on that now what's its name again it is I just, it's just 30 day beat challenge but all hashtag right. it three three odbc all right like with me um i don't necessarily name my things challenge because i was thinking about that i was thinking about um how we ne- like how we position things mm-hmm. and the perspective we take on them and um me now because it because um prime night made me think about not just me now but um oh me, what is prime night kind of like a challenge is it like it's, a, uh, is it's it's been it's been tried before but wait not, sorry i know this is because you've said it to me before but could you like just run the oh um the the synopsis the synopsis of prime night oh i was like how i was like what are you asking me um the synopsis of prime night is basically me dropping my most greatest works along with um all the stuff from my book so it's it's my Mm. book stuff that's coming soon i'm trying to be more um have a little bit more mystique mystique okay i don't yeah. like there's there's a that's why i kind of was like oh wait i don't know if you want yeah to like it's there's a little I bit like because so. obviously me i'm like super open so i would just say everything as it is in that moment because i know things can change so um but but things can change on um wait what was i actually saying about the synopsis why did i talk about change first change because you were saying that um, oh yeah because i say i say like like if i'm feeling like i'm ill or something i know okay. that can change but like with this particular um months coming mm-hmm. up it's um me with great blogs articles and um great content that's going to be dropping so i'm just going to be knocking you guys over the head okay on yeah all of my socials so yeah like and then my book then my okay. book event is going to be during prime night and it's just like me working mm-hmm. my best and because i'm in the zone now i'm like more f- like I, I just feel the air around me is so much lighter and it's like i'm just loving this moment and it's like i just want to get in my head bag? around it so it's like in your bag? it's like monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday just like just want to kill it everything is just going to be like nuts it's gonna and because of all of these things that we've been talking about i was thinking about even writing my book sort of thing 
but like my second book not mm-hmm. this book but my second book because these kind like these kind of like had the seeds of my book and then it's kind of like um audio notes in a way because when i think about when i when i listen back to our podcast because i kind of i'm starting to listen to our podcast more frequently mm-hmm. and like, i listened to the first one actually i haven't listened to that recently so weird, but yeah. yeah i listen to us like just speak and it's like um yeah, I do like that's a different story. But yeah, Prime Night is just me knocking everyone over the head September, October time. And okay. you know, on the in the beginning of um November and the beginning of August. I really don't so know. So it's how like to just hold a specific back. set of content. Is it focused like gonna be Yeah, like on the, like one is um things. basically this one is gonna be Should I drop the name? You can yeah. wait. No, leave the mystique. No, the I, mystique. I don't know. Leave I don't know whether like, like mystique, I don't know whether know. to like because maybe next episode. Yeah, <laughs> maybe seventh, Because <'Cause>, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to like um like I I can say that I want to do my book reveal on my birthday. So on the tenth episode, mm-hmm. I might just reveal the name of my book, but. By that time, you would already know. That'll um, be hard. We need to make the tenth. A tenth needs to be a like that. There's just too many good things <laughs> happening on that day, man. We need to. So yeah, I want like I, and it's just I just I just feel excited, and because like um right now it's well, half the people that are listening to this I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Like when I think about the people that I know who are listening to this, and then the people that I don't know, That's it's like me. it's just. Um, <laughs> It's just yeah, like um, <laughs> the people on all my socials that listen to this, well, mainly my Twitter that listen to this is like, it's like a it's like a lot, it's like yeah, but um, and we've got over a hundred minutes listened on our YouTube and stuff, and it's like wow, it's insane, isn't it? Yeah, so um, it's cool though. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Like literally, I just I find everything that we achieve with this amazing. Like even if it's just like two views or like yeah, n- not having no views on a day it's like it's just amazing and i'm like like because i just get a more thankful as the time goes well, on we'd, that. we would do this if people weren't listening anyway yeah exactly it's like when we came up with the name it's just so fitting mm. i didn't even deep it how relevant it was <laughs> to just how the things yeah. especially that we're going through now mm. and the things that we're working on and what we're trying to put together yeah and the things we're trying to i guess understand or realize about ourselves it's it's just the name encapsulates yeah. that perfectly oh yeah and that's it's just why been I all said free that. flowing it's been that's all that's why that's why that's why i was thinking about because um this isn't the first time i've tried a challenge quote unquote or mm. i tried to be the best me that i could possibly be um all that's like for a period of time so it's like for the past maybe four years like no it when was it when i did when did i do um the hundred like um there was this fashion illustration thing that i was doing um back in the day way back in the day um and these were my first fashion illustrations this was when my computer first first broke and i done a hundred fashion illustrations and those were the, like those weren't the ones that I first put on the internet, but they're the ones that um had a theme to them. So like they didn't, they weren't they weren't all together, but like there was there was something thematic about them. So okay, yeah. it, 
then they get they got the name they were delivered the name a hundred so i did that october 2017 and then i done my book one which is the more recent one that people can see um when i do it when did i do it again do you know, do you remember when i did my book it must have been like because i didn't have my cause I, and i didn't have my computer so that oh, was okay. october that was october 2018 mm. so yeah like and then um so before 2017 it was that like i had five or six like me trying to be do the best and just like knock people over the head with content like um as you do man. yeah sometimes and um like there was like six of them between 2016 and 2017 that was just like um trash like i wasn't oh yeah well, and i done my yeah. trainer one as well yeah. i done my trainer one like the trainer one was the first one and then it was um then it was the fashion illustration one i think just different phases aren't it because at that time like no was... yeah because i want i want to talk about it. i want i want to yeah. talk about the fact that this isn't the first time that i've tried right, like being 100 percent in the craft this this is like but a long time coming and because no, like but do you think i don't think you're ever going to stop that either though I think that builds on it. It, it, it builds because okay. each time you go into that phase, you're trying to glean a different thing from it. Yeah, I'm like I'm not saying that. Um, wait, two seconds. I'm not saying that it's wow. Did I did I evacuate these? I'm not saying that um, it was bad or good. No, no, I'm no, just saying that. I'm building upon. I'm building upon something because like I made friends from the fact that I was like just doing bare content and pe there's people that know me from my trainer one there's people that know me from my fashion illustration one there's people that know me from my 3d design one when i was designing yeezys and it's like it just so i done um a head design in a week then i done a yeezy design in like two weeks and then i done um my fashion illustrations my first bunch of them that um didn't have any faces then i done my trainer one then i done um my fashion illustrations with faces but half body so it was just like building upon my um design principles and life drawing and just like getting burned like um now it's like i'm doing a writing one which is totally different like but it's in it's in the it's like tunnel vision sort of thing where it's like this is like i was doing i was doing like um design from one perspective but now i'm doing design from this perspective where it's all about layout and um themes and um tying things together and because i because i have done um i have done scripts but those weren't necessarily challenges that was just me wanting to make movies but yeah. obviously i can't just write scripts and then um give them to the world or i can't just um write scripts and leave them there what do you so think i had the, to stop what do you writing think's scripts the difference then between doing the challenges and doing like a body of work in a sense I guess I guess it's sort of inherent within it. Like, no, when you like, do a project, you're I, still like, doing. What I'm saying now is that not, it's not a challenge mm. anymore. Like, mm. it stopped being a challenge in 2017. Okay, so that in fact that's what you're kind of saying. Yeah, so I'm like, saying like I stopped trying to challenge myself and just it's doing just a part doing of the work. Process. It's, it's just, just like I'm just doing a lot of work, work mm. at, in a period of time. I'm trying to do my best work because, like, there was a time when I would try to do um 77 days of work on the best period but like that just took it all out of me why 77 as well 
um, sevens. Seven is one of my favorite numbers. Uh, numerology. Because I remember blah. that. That was a while back. That was a while back. Yeah, that was from sixteen. Yeah. So yeah, like and then um, I said, you know what? From then it was like, yeah, no, because that can just, like, one, I didn't have. I didn't even have the foundation for that. So I, I started building my foundation with tiny projects. Mm. Then I made them a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. Mm. And now it's like, I know how to prepare for a performance. Cause that's really what it is. It's like, you're preparing to perform. Like, so you produce and then you perform and then um, you, and in your performance, you're giving people the best of you. Mm-hmm. So it's not, um you're trying to do your best in a time necessarily it's you're giving your best performance of you yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah so it's like seeing yourself in third person and watching yourself do something and then understanding how people react and then gathering the information of like okay i can do this better i can do this better i can do that better and then um taking that information and then like reloading it so that's what makes me think about my second book and then that's what makes me think about um, the other thing that I'm designing. I'm trying to keep, I don't know why I'm keep trying to get, give them a seat, but I'm making a trainer in it. So it's like, um, um, yeah, so my industrial design, so growing from writing scripts to now doing all of these days worth of blogs in Prime Night to doing trainer designs and 3D designs for trainers and then making my own real trainer. So it's all about, um, understanding that was that was a performance then and then like just upgrading it into what it is now and because i've got viewers or whatnot it's like the stage is set the people are here and the people who are um looking at me to see the next work that i produce i'm gonna now perform for them to give them the best part of me mm-hmm. and that's why that's why prime night exists to like give my best mm. like, and that's like yeah so cool that's the way like even when i'm doing this 30 beat day beat challenge that's kind of how i thought like even though like i've made it a challenge specifically i i what well, was kind of how i described it to you when i explained it the actual yeah. challenge is almost residue of what i'm trying to what i'm doing this for and what i'm t- trying to achieve from it so the only reason i'm showing it is because of what I'm creating, even though that in itself is still something I have to pay attention to and yeah. nurture. It's uh, it's more just to make use of what I am actually making. Because really, what I'm trying to glean from it is the process. What I'm trying to the place I'm trying to get my craft back to, almost that muscle memory mm. thing, and um, just locking that down, I guess. So I, whenever I am in a situation with artists or other producers. I have internalized what I do. I guess this is a yeah. process of internalization. So, because when I've got my next project that I've got coming, like within the next six months that yeah. I'm going to be working on, this is what I want to be prepared. Okay, prepare. yeah, because I know um, usually you collaborate, mm-hmm. but in this one, it's just you. It's all you, basically. That's what I've done. Because like over the, the past, visuals. yeah, over the past year, like everything, I'm trying to do, like. It, it's so cool because right now I have a very, 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 very clear vision and I've prolonged that. There's still some other things I need to do because I'm working with some other artists at the moment and there's some other th- things I need to wrap up in that mm. respect. But um, 
yeah, I'm aiming to just get better at juggling certain things. It's sort of that thing we was talking about over the phone last night where my brain gets easily overwhelmed with certain things and and the funny thing is it's not even the things it's the way i think about the things mm. that will okay, get me, yeah, yeah, get me yeah. to that so it's doing all this and especially the 30 day beat challenge it's so weird it is like this process of meditation where you're going through it you know you've got to do this certain amount of things in a certain amount of time mm. but instead of it being it, it's almost a practicing instead of worrying about it you rely on your instincts and and sort of surrender to you surrender to what your process is at that current time and what and the compound effect of how that will build in the future mm. so you just do what you got to do do what you have to do do what you know best at that time and just trust in what it's going to build and that's what I'm hoping to get at the end of it is that sort of just knowing when I sit down at a computer and I'm talking about what I'm about to do with someone, whoever I'm collaborating with, I trust my brain and my body is going to do what it needs to do. And yeah. I, it just leaves me to just be creative and think ideas. And I want to do this constantly and like update it. Like probably I'll probably do this once a year, I think. Um, 30 Day Beat Challenge. Probably call it something else change it in slight ways yeah. kind of like the inktober kind of thing I'll yeah probably like, do um, it like that but. like how um kanye west had good fridays mm. where he would just like drop every single friday and that was amazing mm. that was amazing it's cool that's i was I'm... literally listening to christian dior denim flow it's like yeah it's mad. we like there's just certain tunes that i feel like we don't deserve <laughs> like there's yeah. just there's just so, like it's just awesome like there's just certain things that are awesome and I saw on Twitter that made me think about something I saw on Twitter that um that said J. Cole was a creative genius or a better creative genius than Kanye. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, uh hmm. Kanye was part of what made mm. J. Cole. Like <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit it's a bit like, kind of uh, but yeah, like you the know? people will say f- um, anything on the internet, fam. To be honest, with you. but that but that's just because people don't actually understand Kanye. West. Yeah, I don't. I don't think like people like wanna. People wanna down. They're looking Kanye. at him through uh, uh, their own subjective lens. Like, they're, they're looking at it through the lens of this sort of um, social. Yeah, yeah. Their social image, not a social image. Okay. but it's the way society looks at Kanye that's how most people understand think and talk about and judge Kanye yeah instead so like, of that's instead a good instead of him as a human and having a bit of empathy of understanding it's not even like to me it's not even just as a humanist like genius is genius mm. and but that's you let I mean. genius live yeah and well yeah like, like because you're if saying, you understand about every human then you understand the things he's the way he thinks the things he's able to achieve and f- through what he's actually able to do mm-hmm. and actually understanding what he's able to put off it all leans into that thing because I know I wanted to kind of talk about that today actually is how 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 creatives are undervalued makes almost what he does is so trivial 
even though it's not really necessarily what he created is the thing that's so like whoa it's the idea behind what he created yeah. and, and him having that idea and bringing it to fruition because it's not just the idea everyone has ideas mm. but it's the strength and quality of his ideas and also the way he's able to execute that and put that together mm-hmm. that's what's so powerful about what someone like Kanye is able to do and it, the network of things it's it's tr- transferable it's the same thing with Pharrell I think Pharrell's, Pharrell's another person who's who's like that for me where mm. his vision and his articulation of his ideas is it's not about the music it's not about the ice creams it's not about the um the, the clothes or the movies it's the ideas it's just and his way is he's able to articulate that that's what's so special about these people because you could argue oh yeah but pharrell's better because he's not doesn't chat all this and he doesn't chat all that but people let the social aspect of what he does get in the way but for some reason like my mind won't let me even say that Pharrell is better than Kanye and I don't know I don't I don't know I don't even know like whether that's even allowed like in my mind like in 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 the space in the palace in my mind I don't I don't judge them two on the same plane because one one did inspire the other and one did pave the way for the other and because wait yeah Pharrell was first wasn't he yeah yeah. Like so, basically, how it I can't tell at this point. Like, do you want me like, to? Do you want me to like put the put it in context of time? Uh, well, yeah, just, just okay. Yeah, yeah. So basically, um, Pharrell was obviously first. Like, I think yeah. from around nineteen ninety six, and um, he that was, was when he was huge. Yeah, he, he grew up. Huge. He was like right. grew up with Timberland. Yeah. Like they were twenty. So when Timberland done, um, damn, Volume One and volume two and like well just started working with jay-z that's when they obviously moved from um what's where where's where is it that they grew up in again virginia virginia so they moved from virginia to new york and started working with the gangsters and drug dealers and stuff and obviously that used to um, be the spot in it yeah so like weird spot. yeah that's what london is going to be in the 20s so but that's the story for another podcast maybe and then um so they both grew up together and then they moved from there and then obviously like he came up with um the neptunes and stuff and like was making those weird beats and um was even doing skateboard p in it so skateboard p and then his fashion style all of that mm-hmm. stuff it transferred to kanye so that's when you get the twin polos in 06 and stuff like that and like just being himself so 2001 2002 like and around the time um where jay-z released volume two and hard knock life like that's when kanye kind of stepped into the scene but more so in blueprint which was like the which was the one that put jay-z on the map so that's what propelled kanye and then um so yeah like well just in context of pharrell and um kanye pharrell came first with like the steez of just being himself or just not even being himself sorry being different than everyone else and, being, and so yeah. that idea like you were saying was like it, yeah. that idea was like i can be myself and it's not like you i want to be like pharrell it's like i can be myself hmm. and know that i'm super duper weird and that's the same thing that happens with um so all these other artists do you think kanye is better than pharrell um because i don't think you could like it's like you're saying you can't really put them in the same plane it's so weird it's so weird because 
it's like that even what it feels weird to say Pharrell say, do you I don't know I, I just I don't, don't know that Pharrell has work like Kanye yeah creatively like, versatility yeah, yeah. versatility like, just, just the like the work just like I look at the two catalogs and then it's like I don't like, and at the end of the day, like both but of them make, mean so much to me that I don't even want to compare them. them. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't I, like, I respect but it. Just but, but the reason that I say I put them in the same place because I respect them equally for what yeah. for their creativity. Because the thing is with Pharrell, he sits in a certain pocket. Yeah, he sits in a certain pocket of what he creates. Yeah, there's a certain like. Yeah, like weird. there's a certain tranquility to Pharrell's music. Yes, and then, got, yeah, um, yeah. That was the, the frequency word. of like what. Kanye does like just be, the ability to change and grow that's what he shows and that's what he embodies the changing and the growing and being human and being himself like and the way that Pharrell is himself is that it's like you can still be yourself you can still be one of the greats by being still and calm where mm. like um Kanye's frequency is quite loud and erratic but at the same time it's genius produced mm. so no matter what it, like these things that have come from geniuses, although they're on different frequencies, like um, Pharrell's one's more low and mellow, and not in his music, but just like how he, um, how he is as a person, and then like um, Kanye's frequency of change, because that's what that's really what it is. It's the ability to change. I think Kanye's a lot more in touch with the dark dark side of himself. As yeah, well. and and I, sometimes genius is, comes at a, a cost. Mm like there's yeah like just within yourself and sometimes people can't handle that like i'm like i want to um sort of oh, fill fill in myself with um or be the like me and my best version of myself it's like tranquility and the ability to change at the same mm. time have you seen have you heard of a guy called robert crumb no who that's that's talking about like, I, I genius want... <laughs> at a cost, mate. Well, but yeah, Whoa. We'll yeah. yeah. Like, I've never heard of him. No, yeah, it's basically genius at he's... cost. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go on. Whoa, because he's he was this comic book artist, and uh, yeah, it's like there was this documentary I watched, like just from the aspect of like psychology, mm-hmm. like it was this guy who basically his whole life he'd always been really nerdy, like no one ever accepted him as a say. He was just this typical. Well, is that a nerd? Ju- Huh? Well, no, no, no. Art, well, artsy. I'm just using that as yeah. a. No, no, no. He wasn't artsy because this this was all before he even started drawing. Oh wow! Okay. So before the, the reason he got into drawing is because he started doing sketches mm-hmm. and story. That's interesting. Like this was what I can't even remember what year or period it is. I think just from the perspective, it's a really it's quite a creepy documentary. Mm-hmm. Just from his expression of the worst parts of himself and how he almost came to accept those things and through his art he um he almost not controlled it or contained it but he was able to express it and basically he became a really famous artist because when he was younger girls shunned him he he sort of built this deep-seated resentment his family life was dark like his dad didn't really love him and that's what i'm saying it's like when bad things like that happen to you that give you this outlook on life that really messes you up yeah it's like it, oh, it builds man. that in in you damn it's so point. dangerous man. yeah like just being just being like different is dangerous and then when you start talking about like because what really intrigues me is the fact that he didn't draw before like because mm. 
Des, how old is he? He's oh, well, how old is he? He's old now. He's old, yeah. old, old. I'm talking, this was like, he, he got prominent because I, I just want to give a bit of context because what he actually done was he started, he drew and he done his art style. Like, was it dark as well? Huh? Was it dark as it well? Was th- it was the main reason, one of the main reasons why he became like, almost like, just like a really famous artist. It's, it's sort of a, outside of the actual comic book world per se but mm-hmm. more so as like this individual artist his, okay. his work is put up in galleries like, and oh wow. he's got okay. things like he had devoted fans who were majority of them were women because he had this weird it wasn't weird but he had this like almost this fetish for like girls who were like bigger and a bit stronger and like he would depict them in that way okay. and like they would have big arms big legs and especially in a time when you know everything it was slim yeah, bombs, no, I, slim yeah. bombs. Like, that's why I asked how old is he because mm. like you think no, about artists and like just having that like strained mm. relationship with the world like just because a lot of artists you um self-express through drawing mm. so like because when you're when you're a kid you can tell that you're different like you can tell that you're mm. really different from people but you don't know how to just articulate your mm. differences so well, yeah, you start drawing with me with drawing i used to try and make my there was a period where i felt like i drew like myself when i was making my comics and my mm-hmm. stories and obviously i'm copying things i'm seeing yeah but i'm doing that because i like it mm-hmm. and then it almost became a thing when people started noticing i was good at drawing mm. or certain things that i draw i would notice from their reactions what they like seeing the most okay and it's almost like there would be stuff which they'll be like oh i don't get that i would avoid going down that path and i would start going making certain stuff like my, my art style would be like oh what would people like and that kind of carried on like I, I think college was the other time when i was most free okay so you discovered I'd... like the glitch you discovered the glitch that made you want to do things that people would like yeah because like i had because that's really interesting because i had a conversation with a friend and he was talking about um art and entertainment and portraying himself and as and he said people don't really like this one so should i pull it out anyways and i said yeah mm, always he yeah put, like literally he said he loved it so because because he said he loved it i said pull it out mm. like there's so many people that are underserved like mm. that 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 will like what you're doing mm. it's, it's the exact same reason with this 30 days that, I'm, that i want to get over that thing of just trusting you no not get over it but i'll tap it into trusting your instincts yeah it's just like trust your instincts because that's all that matters mm. like the more you betray your instinct by going oh i'm not going to put this out even though i like it because other people's are the less you have integrity for your yeah. own ideas and the things you make like i well i didn't start from that place like mm. oh, i hate i hate like just knowing certain things about myself but people not liking me hasn't like changed how i am as a person because mm. that that type of stuff me would like because um i've got things that will affect me physically i know that um it just makes me feel sick like just it will make me physically sick just um like i'll get aches and pains just doing things that i don't really feel like doing and like, i'll get yeah. headaches and stuff so from that i know that i can't do that type of stuff 
And well, that's that, only that's, because of the pain. That's what I came to realise. Yeah. It, it, was, it was almost causing me more stress trying to juggle that idea of doing what people like and or what I like and almost yeah. tearing between it. But that's the funny thing is if you are all in on what you like, you're going to find a whole plethora of and people. And that's, that's why I said it will tear me up and like it will kill me because like just knowing that I can start getting headaches mm. from doing things for other people like that. Like me, obviously like there's there's part of me that's like, I just want great things for people and mm-hmm. I'll help, I'll go out of my way to help someone, but that's not because of them. That's because of what I feel on my inside. And I know that's what I really want to do. I want to be able to help people get jobs and all of these, like just take the stress away so that people can start living in luxury. And that brings me back to the point of being an artist because you know you're so different, you start drawing. But obviously he's got he's got to be old because he didn't draw in his youth. Because no, no. Oh, he did draw when he was younger, but I'm talking all these things happened when he was young. Like, like all, all these the strange things, for it, strange things. All the strange things. That it's yeah. from his youth, his youth. Like, when I say he wasn't drawing before, it's like he had started and... There'll be like, for example, he'd have. But he didn't grow up saying, "I'm going to be an artist," did he? No, but he he. This is the thing. What's interesting about it. you need to watch it because I'm probably not explaining it as best I go. Like I'm just piecing together what I remember, but there was memories he was had, and he was talking about when he would be in classroom mm-hmm. sketching or whatever, and like all the girls would sort of come around and go, "Oh, you draw," da, 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 da. and. He built yeah, this resentment thinking you... like, I'm sensitive, I think, I'm, I'm intelligent, I think, uh, this, uh, uh, you, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm more so, Wait, he, he, in his mind, he was like, I'm more so like you. And he, he built this resentment because all the like jocks and all that whatsoever, they'd be get, uh, getting with the girls and the girls would just be fawning over them. And he'd be like, what the hell? Uh? What? And from that, he built his resentment. Yeah, it's strange. It's so strange. Yeah, that is nuts because drawing is the first thing that would get you girls. Like, if no, I but can... but it was the way he was... Because to... look, man. How it, do you... How it do was you his character. Because we can say, yeah, we can say, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's just the way you go. It's so true. It's so true. But when you, when you break it down... perspective is nuts. It's all about character, man. That's interesting. It's character. It's character. It's your ability to to socialize there's there's so many factors this guy didn't have any of that he was just someone who drew mm-hmm. created these comics and these strange characters yeah that's and, strange and basically his his whole thesis which which kind of worked out in his favor because his whole family drew his little brothers man his home life was wrecked like yeah it was it was crazy and he just went i'm just gonna go all in and be a famous artist he said that to himself he's like and fortunately for him completely worked out mm-hmm. and essentially what happened is all these dark all this dark resentment these things that he built up towards society um i want to see women on, women like even even certain types of men like he his his comics yeah it's like the documentary is called crumb 75 he's still alive he's still alive yeah um his son recently died in a car crash last year oh wow crazy um, yeah, it's brother, called Crumb B. Like it's with a B. It's Crumb with yeah, a B. Yeah, Crumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, his brother killed himself. His brother. His brother was lived in isolation, basically through his whole adult life. Wow. Like w- living with his mom in isolation. Man, it is to see this side of 
humanity it's such an interesting yeah i don't think i want to watch this but it was made in 1995 it's, it's crumb it's yeah it's called crumb it's, it's it is it's really got quite a dark. very high rating no because it's good it's a it's yeah. a great like as a documentary it's good like if but you yeah, don't like want to see that, that many kind of, dark things yeah for me like right now because of no. the way i dream and 100 like, do you know what do it bro? now right when, now. from watching it i can understand why people wouldn't want to watch it one completely but it's, it's not maybe it's it will not be a good heartwarming, for you. <laughs> a heartwarming <laughs> watch in the slightest uh but just as like a sort of insight into mm. how that sort of dark side of people can deeply influence their art to the yeah. point where they don't even know why they're doing creating the art that they create yeah like with me i have to understand everything about myself mm. so that um like if I like if I didn't understand myself early, I would be, I would be someone different literally, mm. because I understood myself so early from like nine ten. I knew what my path was in um secondary school, and then like I re I revisited the thoughts, and then I knew where I wanted to go in college, and then I revisited the thoughts and knew where I wanted to be in university, and then post university I knew that I had to um start another plan because really it was a 10-year plan and then i had to make another 10-year plan basically and then um yeah that was that was around the time of the shift like if if you actually understand the timeline of like when i started doing all of these different things but yeah um back to reality i can't believe we started college in 2010 that's so crazy to thanks think. for dating me well, okay mate i dated myself <laughs> I still get told. I, do you know what? I was went for a couple of drinks yesterday with Shahir, and I got told I was like somewhere. I was like, oh, you're definitely like nineteen, twenty, like. <laughs> but do you know what? I've I've learnt to like go. I've learnt to. <laughs> um. Kind of almost. Well, I, I understand. That. In the future, it's going to pay off. Look, if I, if I'm if I'm. If if I can stay stay vampire mode like Pharrell Ta- into my forties, I ain't complaining, bro. <laughs> but yeah, um, cause that conversation really brought us to um, like buying into artists. Like I want to speak about um, just how people buy into artists and like what is necessary for someone to do that, because um, there are times where you find people are buying into the journey and then buying into you and then like out. And then um well yeah timing timing as well it's like with that for example with that crumb guy he 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 even though his art was dark it's just the 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 timing of what he was saying in in a society where there was where where capitalism and consumerism was probably at at the time and yeah you know what i mean look look, when it it's when it gets to that point in the documentary and it's talking about that image yeah this yeah at the moment we've got one of his panels up i'm not going to describe it because it's quite mad but yeah if you want to see it go and watch watch that documentary i think it's on netflix as well yeah i think you people should watch it feel like going to a dark place for for an hour and a half um but yeah even in that bit like you see when it's like that she don't have a head, mate. That's the thing. Like, and it's describing why. Oh man, you really I, like 
you need to watch it for it to make any sense like okay you do <laughs> but it's it's, it's just terribly dark but I can't remember what I was gonna say what was she dead no no she went dead okay she was a lady without a head without a head but there was because it's part of the comic it, it's a long explanation I'll have to explain the basic because he's basically got this comic called Mr. Natural and okay. this guy it's this all known guy who got, it's, it's you'd have to yeah watch his the way his women are made they're like tall and buff and like um, yeah like they look like male athletes with women parts basically that's what they look like like I just had to take a look some of them are ugly some of them aren't but yeah um yeah where were you like when people Come are buying into artists like buying into artists yeah with Crump for example it's the timing uh yeah consumerism capitalism was at probably at a certain point people resonated with it in particular, like timing does play a big part in how we connect with certain people because even though someone can be prolific in what they create sometimes timing but I guess their art is still affected by that certain time so in a weird way it's kind of just yeah. how they articulate that to a specific audience isn't wasn't it? it Da Vinci that um, never got paid while he was alive or was that somebody else Da Vinci no you're thinking of oh. wait yeah I'm thinking of someone different oh um, my gosh Oh, we actually did oh our history. Gosh, fam. that's well, weird. Oh my god! I was speaking about. I saw his name come up in the comments. Van Gogh. Yes, there we go. Yeah, bloody heck, that was one of the V's, man. Yeah, that was that was a bit weird. Like mm. the fact that we studied art history is the funny part about that. That's the reason why it's funny. <laughs> yeah, but I guess that's but why yeah. you tread that thin line of art. Like it is, it is timing. It is actually timing, isn't it? Timing mm. does play a huge, massive role. Yeah. Because you might just be on the cusp of speaking about something. You might be on the cusp of expressing something. That's that why I say gonna... that we live in like luxury because when when they actually say, um, if you build it, they will come or like, just do it, just keep doing it, just be, or be consistent and um, the fruits of your labor will show and like, or like, um, yeah, just those um, tropes in life it's like real sometimes when you're an artist because there's just so much like people reach a certain point where they just want entertainment from you mm. or they want entertainment from something or you portray an idea mm. that they want and that's just like a Marilyn Manson yeah well yeah exactly well even to add to that before the internet I think timing was more so of an issue but I think because of the internet now you can reach out to people that are can connect with what you're expressing yeah regardless of time per se mm -hmm. yeah you might have a bigger or larger effect but because of the wide reach you have so how many people on the internet today two billion is it i ain't even sure something like two billion isn't that how much people that have a facebook no i think i think facebook's like one and one point something or is it three billionaires? Because I know it's not like. I'm pretty sure it's not over half of the world's population has internet. Three point two billion. Oh, it does. Okay, yeah. so just under. Yeah. Just under half. That's a bit mad. And that was in 2015. Because I thought it would be more, but when I, saw, I remember seeing it, I think it was, last time I saw it, it was like two and a half bill, mm. maybe three bill that have internet. But think about that. You just need to, to deeply affect, a thousand of those people. Really? With what you do? Yeah, well, think about it. Because think about a thousand. Hmm. Yeah. 
Well, it's, it's like they. Well, who's. Uh, what was his name? Will something. Oh, I can't remember his name. A Thousand True Fans was basically the, oh, the okay, thesis. Then. Well, because. I've heard of and that. because if you deep it, it's like, okay. And when it's like a thousand true fans, it's not like a thousand people who go share it every now and then. Mm. It's a thousand people who. This is something that's affected me. I know this is something I'm always going to fondly and deeply remember for the rest of my life and into the future. Whether or not you grow out of it, yeah, yes or no, whatever. But this is something and someone whose ideas I resonate and connect with. Okay. That person then becomes almost a a mouthpiece for what you do. Because they're someone who's going to be passing on what you do to most people that they speak to. A cult fan base. I guess so. But yeah, well, or, I guess that's that. That is what it is in a technical term. But I'm more talking about people who actually just connect with what you do. It's it's like the people that you listen to on a consistent basis, or the people whose content you consume on a consistent basis. Hmm. It's it's those people who, yeah, I guess buy buy all the things that you're involved in, turn up to all the things you want to go, are interested in what you've got to say, and share your ideas. It's interesting because if you've that, got yeah. if you've got a thousand of those people. And you've and and you've positively affected them, like genuinely. Mm-hmm. It's only going to spread through those people, and then you'll have people who are a bit more casual in in enjoying what yeah. you create, and then you've got people on the outskirts who notice it every now and then, might buy something here or there, or come to something here or there. But you'll have that core people who are like constantly standing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What like I've not, I've not. Um, yeah, like I see. I see where it's coming from. I see that I'd probably have to read the whole book mm. to properly get um get understand that. But um, I kind of use the more more the tipping point kind of thing where you need the people that are gonna sell your stuff and then the people that are gonna promote your stuff and then mm. like you need those like just a collection of those type people of are people. gonna sell your stuff. What do you mean? Like um. I, for- I forgot the different types of people that are in there, like, and it's just the innovation and... Or are you talking about fans that will be involved in... Yeah, I'm talking about different types of people that are within, like, that are just... That will just spread an idea. Different mm. types of people that are spread an idea, so you've got... But that's the same, I guess that's the same thing, because what's this tipping point thing you're talking about? It's like, it, it reaches a certain point of the amount of people that you get where it's kind of then compounds exponentially yeah so it's yeah it's a lot so of, you're it's saying not, it's not necessarily a thousand it could be 500 or whatever yeah it's just um the compound effect of people spreading an idea like because mm. well that's the idea behind it because because i can't like with mary Kay oh. and like certain like mlm things it's about those different yeah. types of people that all all work together. So, yeah, it's the same sort of to, idea. To um, blow up an idea. I or... remember where the thousand true fans idea came from. Okay. It was basically if you've got a thousand people mm-hmm. that, but that at least a thousand people that consistently spend ten dollars a month on what you do, okay. that could be spread throughout the year. You're on a six figures. Basically, that's where the okay. idea. Okay. You get what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. I understand now why he said that. All right. But the tipping point theory is essentially it comes into play because that's basically it's kind of like a taper off effect isn't it yeah it's like those a thousand people even though they're the consistent strong foundation you're gonna yeah. have everyone else around who's like yo listen to this 
you're listening to this and then those people are like yeah I found this cool thing like oh, I kind of like it like, mm. and you have those other people who's like yeah it was cool I like that one thing he did <laughs> yeah and then uh, that's jokes and then you'll have people who's like oh, I've heard of this person I listen to that every now and then those are the people who just kind of poke their head in those are the people who are like oh you're a bit shit though isn't it? yeah what's the guy called what's the book called uh, Will uh, Kelly uh, something Kelly uh, this isn't a podcast where you get information about books <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, that's that's, that's intriguing fam oh something Kelly that's intriguing Kevin Kelly uh, Kevin Kelly? I'm pretty sure it's Kevin Kelly I'll pull it like I've literally got a list of books that when I when I get rich that I'm gonna buy <laughs> and read which is the more important part yeah that storybook I saw that just come up story that one on story this yeah, Robert yeah. McKee. Yeah, oh, I need, yeah, I need it. I, I need it. I got this other one that I've got. I need Story that Genius. This is cool. Like, there's kind two like over that. there about script writing. As soon as I was... Let me see that one. This one? Yeah. yeah. Story it's Genius. What's yeah. it about? Just breaks down the process. It's just, like, the process of, like, why... why it, it kind of goes into um, why we think about story the way we do Mm -hmm. it kind of goes through the process of someone building uh their story so through the process of understanding the point you're trying to make um what the story actually means to you what Mm -hmm. you're trying to say and then building it from the whole what if scenario with with your point in mind and taking it from there to just essentially building a story that has just a solid foundation do you know when a story has its own life and it's you can think of the characters or a situation or the world that they're in and you know how they're going to act without having to think about it okay you know and yeah. that's because you understand your point you understand what it's trying to say and why you're creating this story that's yeah that's how i write stories mm. that's like um i remember i i um i made this chart like before i started like making stories and writing scripts i made it i made a couple charts about how stories should go and like Mm -hmm. what you do first and like they were kind of like those two those two over there like on the far right but um there was a lot of them along my wall basically so it was just understanding um the dynamic of a story and how Mm -hmm. like a story can either be a piece of time or telling a timeline so your people live their life and then you interject for a moment and then that's where the story starts or um someone you can see a story from someone starting all the way to them ending and like how and just the effects of life on one person or a group of people Mm -hmm. and that's how a lot of stories are told it's either a piece of time or a timeline well that's what she goes into as well is like even with a protagonist because no matter what, yeah, even if you got that's a, interesting. Like it yeah. took me, it took me like a long time to think about that as well. Oh yeah, because <laughs> when I was no, in but a book. the thing is, because <laughs> when you think about a story, you think about all the characters and the things they were gonna do before the point you're trying to make. Because I know the reason why I got into stories. I look at what interested me about stories, and I would look at instead of looking at the underlying actual reason why I was interested in stories. Like for example, watching Naruto, mm-hmm. it's kind of like you're seeing him do all this cool stuff and the interaction between the world. And, and I think for me, it was always like, oh, I'm interested in the world. Okay. But not really. It's kind of what the world represented. Yeah. And and why the world was built and 
the way the characters are having to navigate that world and why they're even doing that in the first place. It's and interesting. Yeah, man. Like the route is probably not the best e- example, but no, it's it's, it's, it's a contained it's, example. But but yeah, it's it's one that I I remember. It was actually part of what made me think, oh, animation. Because I remember it used to. Do you remember Fox Kids or Jetix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it used to come up. It wasn't Fox, Fox Kids because it was Jetix by the time. Oh, yeah, um, I liked Fox Kids. Though. It used to come. Marvel yeah, shows. Jetix. Jetix was whack. Jetix <laughs> was whack. Um, but they had played Naruto on there, and then some. I think at some point it was on Cotton Network. But my point was, I remember seeing that there and thinking, yeah, because I used to watch Dragon Ball Z. But I remember yeah. watching Naruto. I was like, that'd be sick to make an anime. Mm. Like, I remember, like, Cowboy Bebop and, um, that just Gundam wing. Cowboy and, uh, crazy. Do you know what I need to watch Escaflone. again? I need to watch Shakira again. Shakira? Akira. Akira. Yeah, I almost, I tried to watch that before. I don't know. It just didn't make, it didn't pull me in, in the beginning. So nuts. I did, like, I don't know why it didn't, like. The animation, the animation. is just crazy. No, though. it was the type, it was the type of animation. What do you I mean, the like style? The, the style, yeah. art style. I didn't, like, I, I, I could do tell get why you was, didn't like the art style. I could tell it was cell okay. animation and they were all painted and stuff and, like. like well, you I don't like it, it like I that. need it digital. No, I, I need, like, there's, there needs to be, like, um a crispness to it. I don't wow, know why. really? <laughs> I, I really just appreciate it for Like, and, style. um. And what else? Because is isn't there? that what, that's that's the same way Ghibli does it, isn't it? What's the other one? Um, I know which film you're talking about. I love that film though. There's that like the Akira one. I don't like. I no. I did. I just didn't get into the story. It kind of moves slow. Mm. Like the beginning part and the way they were talking. Like I might need to watch it in mm. subs instead of dubs because yeah, like I've everything. No, never watch an anime everything movie all in, together. Look, I think we can like, agree. Yeah, yeah, never watch an anime in dub. No, but like here's the thing. Attack on Titans dub and okay, um, I haven't heard Attack on Titans and um, what you call it and My Hero Academia dub is like okay. good, it's like 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 because from yeah. what I've heard about uh, My Hero Academia, from what I've heard from its dub, I mean, and I think it's um, like it's, it, it feels very, it feels almost American cartoony in a weird way. It's got that essence. It's got the yeah, like essence, the woman, like a woman a... is playing the main character. Mm. So like when a woman voices the main character, it changes how you perceive that character. Mm. Like it, it, it literally just sounds more girly. It doesn't sound like he's a guy. It sounds like um, he's a baby, basically. Mm. So it, like it shifts. It shifts. Like I don't know what happens mentally, but it shifts your perspective. Let me just make sure. Yeah. So um, what's next on list? Yum yum yum. I know, man. Because um, but yeah, crazy. There's a couple of things you added in the chat. Yeah, like, um, yeah. Uh, well, what is your best? Yeah, what is your best? And you didn't well, you say something about fear? No. Did I? No. Always going to talk about... I'll talk about, about listening to others' opinions, fashion, and record it. Like, I wanted to talk about um what happens behind the scenes and managing artists and stuff. Yeah, I did want to talk about the fashion stuff, but I think we can save that for another day. Easy. I feel like we've gone on a different tangent. All right. I feel like what is your best? Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that. That was a statement question. I like doing that sometimes. What is your best? I think I'm trying to figure that out now, man. I really am trying to. That's what I'm trying to get in the mode of pushing. What's my best? Mm. Because. 
like I've always felt I haven't really given a hundred percent even though I've put myself in positions where I'm like trying really hard and I work hard to a certain extent like I have a very I, I do have quite a bad focus and ability to focus on things for an extended period of time in a lot of ways unless I'm in a certain zone once I get in a zone and I'm just a lot of the time that comes from pressure all right which I don't like and I think that's why I've always felt like I've not really tried my 100% because if I was I would be able to do that without the pressure okay what's of time like, restraint so or, if it's not your oh wait a guy does Midoriya that's weird why is his voice so disgusting I hate Midoriya's voice I hate his voice so much. Do you it? hate it? I thought you said you liked it. No, Midori's voice is trash. It's trash. Yeah, yeah. He sounds like... Who does he sound like? He sounds like his voice is almost yeah. breaking. Yeah, I hate And it. I don't like, like that. Like, so who does he, he sound doesn't, like? He doesn't he sound like, like a boy. Someone. I don't know what... Like, I think two so, two of the best voice voices that I actually like in, in even in games dub. and anime is probably Metal Gear Solid and Goku. Goku's voice actor. Damn, his voice. They're, they're his voice some of the best jobs. Like that's that's just nuts to me. Like his voice is terrible. I hate his voice so much. Is he the only person whose voice you don't like? Him? Yeah, literally. Like it's not like it's not like I hate it, hate it, but it's like just sound like a teenage boy. Like don't sound like you're younger than everyone, so you can be less. Like less un less unsuspecting or something like that. It's like um, just the fact that um, he's kind of a protagonist that also hurts himself, but he's trying to be a hero. And it's like it's just making him sound weaker than he actually is. But see, and that's is, the point but, of but like. But see, this is why I don't. Like and that dubs. was <laughs> and that was the point of like making the of like m a lot of main characters and like making it a woman as well. It's like to make him sound younger. Why do you think it's so hard to make a dub though for? Because well, I, I feel not, like that all the I feel like that with most dubs, which I hear, I I can't remember. No, my Hero Academia is dub like time. it matches and stuff, and it's like yeah, they, there's they've matching, got a good script for for it. I think mm. they redo their mouths and so. Oh man, there's so many bad enemies with bad scripts. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah, terrible. Mm. Like you can tell Beyblade. they're just trying to fit stuff into yeah. the syllables, and it's of horrible. <laughs> Yeah, fam. Like, I think they've got enough money now. Like, they they kind of just do the best ones yeah, that My um, Hero Academia go worldwide. Yeah, like scenes I watch crazy. it in. I actually watch it in subs, but um, um, because I watch it with my nephew, like, and he's getting into anime now. Mm -hmm. I have to watch it in dubs. Like, he just likes looking at the thing when it's in subs, which is like I have to get cerebral with it, like, and understand why do you like watching animation even though you can't understand it wait so he prefers watching it with subs no like he can watch it in subs he just wants he just likes watching me watch it okay and like that and i was like you gotta listen to that as well interesting yeah because really all he's doing is he's trying to understand why he should like it too is it in a weird way because he's watching you watch it no but he genuinely like but yeah that was in the beginning but now okay. he genuinely but that's what i'm saying but that's what I'm saying. so when he was watching you watch it yeah. he's kind of like looking like does he like it how does he react why is it and he's building that sort of connection now you know what i mean mm. but yeah like he like my hero oh, academia so like weird. he literally always, always bugs me to just watch it he just wants to watch anime all day like a weirdo 
But yeah, back into being yeah, your best. Yeah, being your best, yeah, we went on. So yeah, like, um, because when I think about being my best, I think about giving my best every day mm-hmm. and not necessarily like um, what is the prime or me being in the zone. Mm. because that's that's a period of time that can't be repeated it's like um you give a little bit of yourself every time yeah and it's not necessarily sustainable yes like yeah so i was just thinking about what's what's a what's a sustainable way to just like be on that level what is because um in the beginning i kind of alluded to um me being ritualistic in certain certain ways of like what i do so i work a lot generally but in the work i do it's of myself because i'm present in that moment and then i started thinking about okay what is this moment or how what is what is me now and how did i get to that moment and like, what was the timeline and how did it come across because um i remember that like, because we were talking about this on the phone like during the weekend it was when I think about me younger, it was like I had no emotion to the thing that I was doing. As in, mm. I would cut everything else around me off and I would just focus on um, my animation or my model. And then... Um, when you were younger, you say, you mean like how old? I was like teenagers, like um, college and university years, basically. So I would just focus on modeling. I'd focus on animating or I'd focus on drawing and no one could distract me from it. Mm. And then um I think even further back to when I was doing my GCSEs and like I worked my GCSEs is like where I worked my hardest, hardest. Like I literally worked hard to do my like because I went to every after school thing, like and then I started thinking about focus, innit? I started thinking about why have I been focused? And what made me achieve that type of focus where I can just dedicate myself? Mm. And like what like what makes someone dedicate themselves? So I just wanted to like um peer mm. into um into that space and understand like what like how do you break down focus in a way? Like how how do you even I've teach been it? trying to do that. How do you teach focus? I've been trying to do that, I feel like since since uni the last time I was truly truly focused was when I had done um, when I first really heavily got into when I understood truly the importance of figure drawing because that was the that was not the last time I think one of the first times I had the greatest elevation in skill, like the greatest transformation in my abilities in a in a short period of time. Okay. Because through that, I was so focused on... I remember waking up some days, I would spend a whole day doing figure drawing. I would literally wake up. So what put you in that state? Like, what, what was like... What's the formula for that state? Because I'm trying to... Like, like what's a formula for focus i'm thinking about I'm anything th- like, that's what i'm thinking about anything other than what you're 
trying to achieve from what your actions sorry repeat that please anything other than what you're trying to achieve from the specific specific thing you're aiming to do is uh, is not important in the moment you're doing that thing okay so you're talking about um not even just being present but you're talking about um like mm. I feel I feel like call like I feel like giving it a name. I need to give. Well, because the thing that stops me from being focused, for okay. example, yeah. and the reason why I'm doing the thirty days is because when I'm making music more time, I was speaking about this with Ali and Olu, and it's been something that's like hindered me badly. Mm-hmm. Not even, and it's that same thing with my art that I was talking about. Is I think who would like this thing, like whilst it's playing. Oh who wow! Will, who will like this thing? Like, could I imagine this person liking it? Could I imagine this person dance to it? Swear. And if I can't say yes, yeah, that's a it, that's a weird. It makes thing. it uh, it saps the energy from me to do this thing, and and it's almost like my creativity like goes down. It like kind of hinders. But one thing, even before I started this challenge, right. I started to notice that thing we was talking about, where having the ability to. Con- not control your emotions having to be able to process your emotions mm-hmm. and like that thing where you kind of like you understand what you're feeling yeah and you notice that emotion you kind of go what is that there for you kind of like I do this weird little checklist where I go like what is that there for is it important is that is is it something am I am I gonna be injured right now is this thing gonna kill me no it doesn't matter I, I'll just carry on with what so I'm doing so you do a mental checklist of, kind um, of but it's, it's very quick it's example, not like I sit there and go it's example. like for example I might be sitting there or I might even great example this 30 uh, the beats that I'm doing mm. I will think crap I've only got this many hours in the day I've got to do this I've got to do these other things blah, 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 blah. I go whoa what are you worrying about are you going to do it yes you know what you need to do. You know what you need to do to get that thing done. You you know that this th- pro- process of thinking is going to make it harder to create the beat. Mm-hmm. So just let it go. And then I just focus in on the fact that I'm going to do that beat in a weird way. Or I'm going to make that thing. Or I'm just going to trust the process of what it's making. That's, that's what I like. I surrender to the process in a weird way. I surrender. Instead of surrendering to the feeling of anxiety and the the all the bad things that can happen or the things that aren't going to happen i just go oh i just go yep this this is what i need to do so surrender to that just put myself in that mode whatever comes out of it i guess it's kind of like a freedom from outcome kind of thing okay okay wait it's 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 the process as opposed to the outcome and that's why it's like everything that's why when i said initially everything that you're doing that your everything outside of what you're doing is irrelevant ap- apart from what you're focusing and doing at that time you need to that that's it any that that's everything from the thoughts from th- other things outside emotionally those things shouldn't affect you all right cuz like... so that's why rituals are important to an extent because then you can have a conscious awareness of block of blocks of time that you can literally tunnel vision in on things because if you're thinking about i left the plate downstairs if you're thinking about i've got to go and get my hair cut i've got to go pick up some milk Mm. you're 
kind of going to be all like blah, 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 blah. like that yeah, yeah. that that all adds up in my opinion that stuff all adds up and it's like yeah okay you might not be able to do all the things you need to do beforehand in that day but you block the time yeah it's about time blocking isn't it so and if like, you've got that time to do that thing that's the only thing you do in that time all right you don't go on facebook you don't go chat into other things you like if you got a phone call that's another thing I, I remember i can't remember what i was listening to i think it was like that seven habits of highly effective highly effective people he made a very valid point about phones phones are he spoke about phones and phone calls of yeah he took, phone, phone calls, calls okay yeah. not not like social media and all yeah. that stuff but phone calls phone calls are almost the one thing universally versely that people will make people almost wait 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 or they'll pick up a phone in the middle of something sorry i just gotta take this that's the one thing regardless like you don't even know what that phone call is necessarily going to entail but you will let that thing disrupt most people really yeah most people i've i'm finding right now that people don't like phone calls our generation don't they like don't phone like calls. phone calls but but they will be distracted by a text and like me mm. yeah that that that's um that's something that I do 100%. Like, but I know I'm because, quite bad. If I see a phone I don't ringing, text. I'll be like, two seconds, I've just got to yeah. text this. I'll do that. Mm, like, like, yeah, because like, we're the same in that. We don't text. We call each other. Mm. Like, we don't... Like, I don't like texting, really. Yeah. It's long. Like, I, I genuinely dislike texting. And it's really like I'm um, putting a strain on my relationships with um other people and women in general. Mm. So it's like, if I don't text someone... Like, with me, texts are serious, and it? it's like where are you or what are you doing type text it's, it's just like, a straight to the point yeah. stuff so you don't need to because because then because th at that point yeah getting on the phone is just arbitrary exactly so um but anyway you should go back to what you're saying beforehand with the thing because he was used mid forward that wasn't you wait what what was i saying prior i was, we like, was talking about um doing your being your best and focus focus yeah <laughs> that's funny i, I, tang I, I talk about focus and we went on a tangent i know i went on a so, tangent yeah. with the phone thing just as an example but yeah like, oh, oh so you talk about what i was talking about before hmm. um because of like just because why you even asked me making those mental decisions is even part of a ritual it's like not even blocking out time but slicing away at procrastination almost mm. and saying okay these things are done so i can do this so and everything else is done while i'm doing this so it's like <laughs> it's like i have to like what because you know like when back in the day or maybe even today it's like when you would work on like animation or drawing and stuff you wouldn't eat like mm -hmm. you could literally yep. go no. a whole day oh without my eating. gosh yeah like just like being being in there and just working and just drawing and stuff it's like you could literally go a whole day without eating but now it's like you know or you're smart enough to be like okay i can block out one hour one hour of this then i'll probably go get something to eat or i'll block out four hours and get something to eat like you can literally because you know when you're doing that thing now then that's the thing then but so i was like what really goes into building up that ethic because early days us would just go we'd wake up we probably wouldn't even shower maybe we'd brush our teeth maybe mm -hmm. and then but we'll just work just draw and then we would like then it'll be like midday or something and then we'll go brush our teeth shower eat maybe like because it's getting into that time now but then but in the beginning it's like 
you're just waking up and then boom you're in the zone you're going you're going straight to your computer or you're going to finish your animation work because at the night time you would um you'll be working and then you'd be dreaming about the thing that you're working on Mm-hmm. like that that level of obsession that we had and i don't know whether that's the same with other people because i know that there are people that did animation like us or did art school like us but don't do art right now mm-hmm. and i wonder whether they had the level of dedication or focus outside it like people ha- got first and two ones but don't do animation anymore mm-hmm. so what was that grade for necessarily is it was it a grade to get a grade or was it a gra- was it you with a purpose trying to do something mm. so we were in animation school ready to learn ready to go our moments knowers and i start like because this is like all, all talking about being your best mm. so being your best is more so like knowing yourself and knowing the opportunity mm. in front of you and then yeah, going see, for it i i it was so weird the process of uni man because I don't think I was. I went in it with the with the right attitude. Okay. But I let that attitude taper. And even though like I was still practicing, I was I learnt skills like concept art. I remember I was so serious about that at that point. Yeah. I was actually learning how to paint and digitally and draw digitally. But it was that didn't have that um the discipline I had the attitude but not the discipline I think more so what it was like of of the process it's that same thing of like I would let the oh I feel this that and the other okay so that's been like um that's been on your back that monster has been on your back for a long time very long time very very long time like like for me now this this whole like life is just about getting the demons off my back for me right now really that's like, really, well because i can do all these crazy things and these great things and like obviously yeah you've got to do these things yeah but i'm trying to orient what i do with regards to getting these demons off my back okay because that's the way i can live it's not about being happy it's about having a peaceful life because like there's always going to be stuff that definitely gets in your way that brings you like i'm not trying it's funny you I, I used to that. i used to be like oh i just want to be happy but it's like that's such a It is almost an it's almost a pointless thing to say in a weird way. It's not pointless. That's not the right way to say it either. But there's always going to be things. If if your point is to avoid things that make you upset, you've already lost the game. Because yeah. the moment you're upset, you feel like it's the end of the world. Yeah. I I would rather have the the strength to be peaceful through bad things. Yeah. That's amazing, yeah. So now the way I'm going about doing that is just trying to release all the things like people's judgment, um, my own self-judgment, yeah, my discipline, uh, my lack of discipline, trying to... Because I know underneath there, it's not a point of getting discipline. I know yeah. I have it. I'm just trying to away the things that you've been there tear before me away from that you want to swim back mm. to it basically yeah yeah and and just building and, and strengthening the muscle because i see it as a muscle emotional control is a muscle like people see when do you know when people say i can't help it yeah it's rubbish 
I genuinely yeah. believe that it's rubbish because it's a practicing muscle. It's it's not a oh I can't help it. It's a I just need to process my get better at processing my emotions and understanding my emotions, understanding who I am, yeah, and what I'm saying and what I'm thinking, mm. and to process that is is a practice, is an actual practice, as a muscle because how how I am at it in now is because of meditation. Like I'm not even, I'm not saying like I'm completely under emotional control, but I actually understand now the process of being able to just go, whoa. So you feel anxiety or you feel like you can't be bothered, but underneath that, there's the things that you actually want to do that you know will make you feel happy. And actually happy is not the word. It will make you feel fulfilled even at a small level because fulfilled sounds like a big word mm. but when you've done something you know you wanted to do regardless of how you felt you feel fulfilled even on yeah. a small level just from that one thing that personal integrity of just saying keeping promises to yourself and and yeah it, it but that i think that is the best thing to do to build emotional strength yeah it's just when you make a promise to yourself or something you want to do regardless of how bad things might get or how hard things might get in a weird way you you just stick that through and, and make sure and, and you might not you might not get it, but at least you stuck through to it until the point when you couldn't do that thing anymore whatever yeah. that may be for me it was like perfectionism like the answer that i had to get off of was like only putting out perfect pieces of work and then i ha- like so i had to start removing the word perfection from my vocabulary mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and like and then i had to replace it with being my best me and then my best me gives the best version of the work that i'm doing so not this it's not yeah it's not this like because idea of what like this fixed idea of what that thing's like because perfection isn't really like um it's not really like a it's not it's not a thing that you can practice it's not it's not a skill that makes you get better it's just you one you're thinking about what other people will think and two you're thinking about um all the skills that you don't have yet also so mm-hmm. yeah. you have to get better within your skills and then perform but to get better you have to practice mm. and then while you're practicing you also have to perform so you have to be able to give of yourself even when you're not at your quote-unquote best Mm. so that's why i've done those trainer drawings those aren't my best trainer drawings ever Mm. i've even got more that i've never shown because they're my actual trainers i'm designing but it's like i have the ability to be my best me and perform and give of myself so when you're giving of yourself and performing at your best you're able to start building up um, a level of understanding of who you are to yourself and who you are to other people because as an artist at the end of the day you still need to show your work because a a massive point of just artistry in general was showing because Mm -hmm. in in like the base form it's like you're representing an idea mm-hmm. or you're given an idea and no matter how that looks in which whatever which way area or your idea of perfection you are still portraying the idea mm-hmm. so being your best and showing your best or working your best or so you're just you gather the skills necessary 
that's that's really what you're doing you in your um um formative years in your formative years you're gathering the skills necessary and then you're working at it and so so you can't just talk about perfectionism without working at something because really you have to remove the idea of perfection and introduce the idea of um having the best skills and best tools at your disposal and being okay with whatever tools you've got in front of you to do that thing so with my um with my fashion illustrations my first ever fashion illustrations all i had was a disney pencil Mm. that was my first fashion illustrations that i put on instagram i had a disney pencil and i had a knife to sharpen it not even a sharpener or an eraser so and actually i had an eraser at the end of another pencil Mm. so and not the actual pencil the eraser from the tip of the pencil so those were my first drawings that i put on ig and they were good ideas because they were part of me representing a character and something that's still with me today and because that character had an idea and all of these type of things and um bringing it back to reality is that so you work with your best at your best and you perform so you work with your best tools at at yourself you are as you are today performing in the way that um with whatever you've got at your disposal Mm -hmm. so you put all of those together and you fuse it and you and that's you showing so you're showing of yourself who you are in this present state and no matter who's around you they will um those people will respect what you're giving them and the people that are going to respect you will find what you're giving them um appeasing because you're representing an idea that's what a lot of us do we represent ideas and like um we don't mold us well if we're good we don't mold ourselves to other people's ideas we find who we are and then we give of ourselves Mm. so that people can see that it's possible mm-hmm. it's like being an athlete it's like you're understanding that you've got to work out physically and keep and just have the discipline have all the skills we're talking about but in a physical realm and then that's why the best um, athletes are so famous and so prolific because they gave something they gave an idea of greatness so that's what as an artist that's what you have to do as well and as a genius that's what they have to do as well well i should say we as a genius that's what people have that's what that's what you represent you're representing certain ideas that um allow other people to see that it's possible because when you do that you are adding so um playing a sport might not be um it might not give something to time it might not give something to people a thousand years in the future but it will change the mindset of those people right there but it kind of does though no yeah 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 it does because when you look at at the way for example you just see the way people used to play basketball i was talking about something physically because right now like if we were all wiped out Mm. everything will change this is what i'm thinking about because (laughs) <laughs> humans at the end of the day just need to survive but with the ideas of greatness that's what that's what we have to portray mm, certain ideas okay, of greatness okay. 
Yeah. So then, um, that gives something to the next, like what we give to the next generation is greatness, and then they work on top of it, and that's what humans constantly do. Um, and because we have the ability to see what people have done before us, and read what people have done before us, and listen to what people have done before us, we can work on top of that. That's why libraries are so important. Like, and libraries of information are so important. That's why the internet is so important. Because you can search anything and find it. Mm. So those catalogues of information and those catalogues of history allow us to see what greatness is. And in any decade, in any, um, well, not any decade, in the past hundred years, but we can also read about what, what has happened before us so that we can continue that greatness and understand a lot of people relate in certain aspects like there's certain great people that i um represent or relate to and certain great people that you um, relate to and they can be totally different people there's some which collide with, with, which would be musically like me and you have the same taste in great people musically mm. and then it kind of tapers off into the different aspects of music that we listen to but what i'm saying is there are great people that show us the way and then because you're so uh, you're so much as a kid you're so um trying to figure out things you see that great person say oh and then it's like you're relate you because people think you're relating to a person but you're not relating to a person you're relating to an idea and that idea shows you you can be yourself Mm. and that's why when you're a kid in england or in america you can decide that you're going to draw. Like, if you're a kid in Africa, it's not going to be drawn necessarily. Or if you're... No, wait, it can be. But if you're a kid in a third world country without electricity, your greatness would be giving electricity to your town. Mm. Or your greatness would... Or if you're one of those kids in the jungle, your greatness would be growing to be the best, strongest, fastest version of yourself Mm. so that you can survive properly. And so um with me as a as an industrial or even just being able to look after your yeah, tribe like yeah like being, as yeah. as like a designer because i thought about this before it's like as a designer what would i be if we didn't have the mm, tools right now i get what you would guys. i make a pet would i be the person that makes a pen mm. tool or would i it's be like the media the almost becomes yeah irrelevant relevant it's erif- like which all the mediums are irrelevant yeah which it's, which is what was interesting about kanye or well yeah kanye yeah and and people of his ilk is like they it does the medium almost doesn't matter it's because people of all that use whatever which other medium still respect him mm. while the greatest people respect him mm. and the people that want to hate for some strange reason like i still don't understand the mindset of those people i don't feel like it i don't know i, feel, I do feel him. i feel like it's simpler than we we would think it is it's, yeah it's simple it's it's wait it what's what simple just, like the why they why they i don't I, well as i said i don't understand the mindset and don't find myself wanting to understand it mm. like mm. it's like um serial killers or pedophiles like you don't need to understand the mindset it's just like mm. a terrible thing to live terrible way to live mm. in your head so yeah like um those great people represent ideas like because i really feel like um a lot of how we live like you like you just said it's like really simple but um people don't see what is 
people don't want to see the simplicity in it they just want to break it down and try and make it like more difficult than it actually seems like because that's what people have done to great pieces of writing or great people it's like you're like you need to separate and just see it as a thing like it's it's the idea of greatness like if you want to be part of that greatness then you can like if you want to like if you want to be part of um how to be great within um the medium of a certain religion then that's what you can do for yourself and if you don't then there's other things out there but when it comes down to it it's like what humans represent is an idea and when you see someone else living with that idea then as early as possible you do something to either top it or like um continue that legacy of their idea and that's that's basically it like because yeah like um well that's all talk about being your best self it's like um living to that um living to that height and representing greatness in that space mm. so yeah that's lit no it's lit yeah, I think we're yeah. I think we're at that time, but yeah, no, it was interesting talk, man. That was great. I think we've got some good topics mm. today. That's amazing. Um, yeah, hopefully next time we get to touch on some of the others that um, yeah, we wanted to talk on. Kind of mess. <laughs> I like. I I don't mind that though. That's cool, man. Anyways, oh, else? This has been the Culture and Camaraderie podcast with Damadici, aka. NY typical on all socials with Tyler various Ty various Tyler Tiver okay it's just Tiverius isn't it yeah oh, it's just Tiverius bro. bro no Tiverius <laughs> Laxera LAX underscore ERA yeah hit me up check out the 30 day beat challenge that I'm doing currently on day 2 soon to be day yeah. 3 so yeah well Prime- this will be day day 5 I think by the time no no yes it will be day five by the time this comes out <laughs> on monday so, yeah, yeah there'll be a little stack of beats on there for you for y'all for so, your yeah. for your head tops <laughs> yeah tops there um, um but yeah love man thanks for tuning in um as per always this has been the culture and camaraderie podcast and have a blessed day